Hey everyone, it's Big Dog from the Big Dog Random Show. You're listening to Bigfoot Club Podcast. Hey guys, please go to our website at www.bigfootclubpodcast.com. Check out our merch and all episodes. Also, please look for our social media at Twitter, Facebook, Instagram at Bigfoot Club One. That's Bigfoot Club Number One. Also, check out Matt Knapp's Bigfoot Crossroads on YouTube. Check out our new sponsor. For your Bigfoot size coffee cravings, visit cbgindustries.store. They have over 40 products to choose from. When you enter promo code first sip, you will receive a discount on your first order. Remember, every moment has its flavor. Hey everybody, Robert Justin Dominguez, Bigfoot Club, Season 5, Episode 16. I'm here with Steven. Steven, say what's up. Uh-oh. Somebody's messaging me. <laughs> nice. Uh, you want to restart? Or you? No, that's fine. We can, oh, anyway. Okay. What's up? What's going on, man? And we also got, also, on the show, Matthew. He's not a guest. He's he's just, he's with us. I didn't man. even say, I, you know, did I say guest? Oh, I, I thought you did. My bad, but, if you didn't. Sorry. No, we have also with us Matthew. Bartholomew, Reginald, Nappers, Nappers. <laughs> Matt, what's up? That's my government name. <laughs> what's going on with you, man? What's up, guys? How you doing? We, you, you know, you haven't been on the show for a while, have you? Not in a long time. Yeah, it's it's been. About... I don't think I've been on the newest season. Is this a new season? Yeah, because it's six. We're sixteen, right? No, we <sighs> not on this season. I don't think so. No, I could have sworn we did. Hold on, you're gonna make me look now. You don't have to look. He's gonna. He's doing it. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna. I can, he's fact checking. Fact checking right now, not checking. 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 Let me see here. No, Matt, you were on. You were on episode. It it, it was the one that called. Sounds like Bigfoot to Matt. <laughs> oh Dang. yeah, he was. <laughs> And then Chris was on right after that one, and then Blair was on after that one, and then we had the Haunted Medium, we had Luke Gross, the Blair Witch Project, mm-hmm. and then and then Matt, you were on, you were on our one hundredth episode. That's right, two times, two times. I thought maybe you had started a new season since. No, then. no, we're not. I mean, we we probably need to take a break. We you know we can't be like you not take breaks and. Go eighty-one episodes straight. He, he, he was he was <laughs> telling me that, crank Matt. Out. Is that is that true, Matt? Like you, you have not crank him t- out. I've missed a week or two here and there. <laughs> I like how he's just that was to... that was not of his doing though. He he didn't he didn't oh, plan yeah, on he, he didn't do it on he, purpose. He didn't have power. Was that was that one of them? Yeah, it was yeah. during it was during that storm, right? Yeah, and then there's like last year I got COVID, or the year before that. Mm. One of the years last year, mm-hmm. yeah. In 2022, on Father's Day, I got COVID, and I don't think I did a show that week. The last time I had COVID, it was on my birthday. Where Happy I got the, birthday. I, <laughs> thanks. Oh. I got the official uh, the call from the doctor. Say, hey, so the results came back. I don't know why it took so long. Uh, the results came back. You have COVID. It was on my birthday. Nice. I was like, and then they're all like, and we, we noticed that it's your birthday. Happy birthday. <laughs> thanks. Thank you. Who, who is this, Baylor? Yeah, yeah. It was one of the nurses. I'm like, hey, I just nurse is happy. I'm sorry that you have COVID, but happy birthday. It was actually Texas A and M. Texas A and M. Yep. <laughs> they called me in the AM too, so I guess it was AM in Texas. 
Did you guys have storms there today? We it rained. It wasn't really a storm. Yeah. And the power didn't go out, so that's a plus. Congratulations. Yeah. Because yeah. the last two Saturdays, it, it, the power went out. Yeah, and I was here, and I slept all hot and sweaty. I did not sleep because, <laughs> you know, I don't have my, my CPAP machine, so if it doesn't, no power, I can't use it. Yeah, we, sh- we should have gone a ho- got a hotel room and then broke the table. <laughs> ah, dang. I didn't say it, Matt. I didn't say it. <laughs> that was That was all Bob. Uh, we, we lost him. We lost him. He is gone. He's about to pass out. <laughs> just sit in it. I guess. I guess. <laughs> you just sit in it. Oh my god! Oh my god! I'm sorry. sorry. I'm so sorry, Matt. I just, I didn't mean to do that. I just it, it just came out. I'm sorry. Yeah, it's okay. So. <laughs> I'm eating Teddy Grahams. Yeah, he's eating Teddy Grahams. Um, what's going on with Bigfoot Crossroads? Nothing. Talk to us about it. Mm-hmm. Hit us. Come on, mm-hmm. Bigfoot Crosswords. It Crosswords. Bigfoot <laughs> Crossroads <laughs> is our jam. That's our jam, man. Yeah. I was I just, uh, recently had an episode with a, a, a woman who had a Bigfoot sighting in Mexico. Ro- I, did, I did see that. Rosie, right? Rosie. Rosie. Yeah kind of crazy i had never talked to anybody who's had a sighting in mexico okay i'm gonna assume okay i'm just guessing because i don't think new, I, new mexico sorry no no it's mexico actually mexico mexico yeah Old so mexico yeah i i listened to it but i don't think she said exactly where it was at right no she did not so i'm gonna assume and you can say yes or no it's up to you that was on the pacific side right yes or no Yes. I'm going to assume it was. It was. Okay. Yes. Okay. Um, no. That is, I have, I have never heard nope. of a story. I mean, there are, there's lore in South America right, of right. Bigfoot, but no, I've never heard stories. Mm-mm. I mean, there's like, you know, definitely, uh, you know, Mexico has a, you know, like you're saying, folklore of a Bigfoot type creature. But, I mean, her description and everything, I mean, everything about it just sounded like a typical uh, Pacific Northwest Sasquatch sighting. That's... Uh, it, it was like a roadside encounter and everything. And, I mean, so, obviously, I know, like, there's jungle and stuff in Mexico. hmm hmm And I'm familiar with that. But for some reason, whenever you think about Mexico, you just classically go back to that you know stereotypical movie scene of like the desert you know and the mm-hmm. small town and village and stuff no grass uh, no grass right yeah like mm-hmm. a, a dog running across the road yeah uh, but she sent me like you know screenshots of like a map of the area uh, you know and uh it, it was like a heavily forested area you know with some foothills of a mountain range and stuff and it just looked like Northern California, pretty much. Wow. That's because I guess it, it makes sense. I mean, the uh, the area. Yeah. Um, Bigfoot's across the and, border, and, man. They and, don't care. They don't care. Yeah. They, I mean, obviously, yeah. they don't care. They don't see it as borders. They just see something. Oh, what's that over there? Uh, I, I, maybe he was coming back from vacation. <laughs> I mean, she kind of had like a theory as to what happened, and uh, I 
have to admit that her theory sounded pretty sound to me. Like, I, I think she's maybe accurate. Um, I mean, we don't know, of course, but... Right, it's it conjecture. Was like, yeah, there was, like, rain in the area or a storm or something, or it was getting ready to storm, and it had rained previously before that. Uh, it's kind of... Uh, dusk you know the sun's going down it's starting to get dark and everything there's overcast and they're on just this isolated road that's winding around through the woods basically and uh it was standing next to a tree on the side of the road right at a sharp curve in the road and just watching them drive by basically and she said it had like a tree branch that it was holding on to and kind of pulling up in front of its face but it wasn't blocking its face or anything like you know how you hear those reports of like bigfoot trying to hide themselves behind stuff and they're not hidden at all yeah it by, was like one of those scenarios by, like by just standing still right they think they're not yeah yeah <clears throat> and uh so it was like doing that and one of the things that she mentioned uh that kind of supports her theory her friend was driving and her friend's just from the area, totally oblivious to everything. Isn't concerned. Like the car's overheating. They're trying to make it to this town, you know, for the night and everything. Her friend's not worried, not paying attention, just driving. Hmm. And she said her friend put on that, uh, Inya song, sell away. <laughs> what the hell? And was just like blasting it. Okay. And they had the windows down and everything. And they're on this, you know, like I said, an isolated road out in the middle of nowhere, just blasting Inya. Hmm. And this thing probably ran up there to check them out as they drove by. You know, what's that sound? You know, if, uh, if someone's blasting a uh, um, stereo where they're driving down a, a isolated road, I mean, I can imagine anybody would go, hey, what's that? What's that noise? Yeah. And try yeah. to check it out. So, and you'd be able to hear it for really far away, too. Inya. Wow. Did she, um, I know I listened to it, but did she go into like details on whether it was male, female, if it was uh, juvenile or it was uh, an alpha? She maybe? kept on saying he, she kept on referring to it as a male. Mm -hmm. uh, I didn't ask specifically why she said that. Mm. Uh, she said that she felt that it looked like a juvenile. She said it just, it didn't look old. Uh, it you know there it, its skin wasn't wrinkled or anything like that, mm -hmm. and it was covered in really dark hair, almost black. Uh, the hair was in the longer parts, about five inches long, I think she said. Wow. A thick coat of hair. Uh, she said maybe seven foot tall or so. Uh, not really any whites to the eyes, but they weren't just like solid black or anything. Uh, she said it just you know kind of looked like. A cross between a gorilla and a person. Uh, she sent me a couple pictures. She like went out on her own, looking at artwork of Bigfoot, trying to find something that kind of looks similar. Mm. And she had sent me a drawing of a face. It's a rendering, a digital rendering that my friend David Schlosser did. And then she sent me a another digital drawing that an artist named Michael Broom did and said that the body was almost identical uh, proportion-wise to the one by Michael Broom and the face was very similar to the one by David. Mm -hmm. And I found that kind of interesting because 
David's actually done a rendering for me for one that I saw my first sighting. I was about he, to I was about to say that, yeah. Yeah, and he works with witnesses whenever he does these renderings and, you know, that's how he comes up with them. So it's interesting that she independently picked out on her own. And it's, uh It's almost eerie it, irony, you know, that how she Yeah, yeah, pretty weird. I mean, and, she uh, she kind of sounds like I'm sorry to interrupt you, Matt, but she's kind of sounds like she's not a person that is looking to get famous or be popular because of this sighting she just wanted to talk about it yeah she is like a member of one of those generic bigfoot groups on facebook you know the ones i'm talking about like the really huge ones that Mm. just like post a bunch of stuff and somebody at some point had asked anybody if they had a bigfoot sighting and could tell about it or whatever and there's probably about i don't know 20 people or so that responded and she was just one of them. And I had taken like a screen capture of her response and saved it and ended up reaching out to her way later and started talking to her. And at first I just asked her, you know, like, Hey, can you tell me more about your Bigfoot sighting? And she had mentioned, uh, a couple of town names in her original post, which later on, she told me that she doesn't want, that known she doesn't want it mentioned or anything so that's why we didn't mention it on air Mm -hmm. Uh, but at first i didn't know i just assumed it was like in california like i didn't recognize the town names at all and at least one of them was very hispanic sounding (laughs) Mm -hmm. so i just thought it was in california somewhere and then i actually looked them up and i was like holy crap these are in mexico like did she have a sighting in mexico and that's why I reached out to her. Hmm. That's just rare. Man, that, that is so odd. Cause like whenever you had told, cause we talked off show about that and mm-hmm. you told me that I said, Oh my God, I, I'd love to talk to her too. Mm-hmm. Um, because that, you know, number one, I'm, I'm Hispanic and, mm-hmm. and that, that kind of just drives home to me. I said, man, you rarely hear that. I mean, like, there's hardly any stories that, or there's probably a lot of stories about people just don't come forward yeah and talk about it yeah she said i mean she didn't even like tell the friend that was driving at the time uh she said there was definitely an exchange that they had where it was like her friend asked her like you know what's wrong with you or whatever and she was just like i just had a, a life-changing experience and she really honestly you know, talking to so many different witnesses, it's something that I've heard before, and I know you've heard before. It sounded like she was kind of in a state of shock mm-hmm. uh, and just kind of shut down. And then she did share it uh, with a friend of hers who that she knew was into Bigfoot and stuff like that. And other than that, she maybe told a couple people, and this happened in... Uh, 2005 i think she said wow she held it that long yeah and she said a couple years ago or whatever she had just you know thought about it and decided to kind of look up stuff to see if she could find anybody else that had seen one in mexico and couldn't really find any information and she joined that facebook group that i saw her in and that one post that she made but nobody responded to her or anything and like I said, it was just one of many other commenters. Uh, 
they are yeah so i just uh reached out to her and it, that's how it happened there is 11 sightings in san diego county alone san diego yep and that's yeah, that's that's right on the border zoobies around there i think yeah huh they date they date back into 1970 Wow. 68, 1970, 1981, 1988, yeah, but so it kind of makes me wonder if there's not more activity going on down there, but there's just nobody reporting it because it's Mexico. Mm-hmm. Man, that is... I, mean, I can tell you for a fact, I've never heard of any researchers in Mexico. That mm, Maybe we should get our, our friend Daniel Perez over there. I mean, you've got like... Uh, you know, Russia and Australia and the UK. Uh, that's pretty much it. You know, that's... outside of North America. Yeah, they always do, always constantly does sighting reports. <clears throat> yeah. Wow, it's shocking, man! It is shocking. We got we got uh, some, you know. Bigfoot in, in Mexico. That's just you're, you're about to say something bad, weren't you? I was making sure my words were <laughs> careful, but uh, you know we got um, yeah we have Bigfoots in Mexico. I, I, yeah, so it makes me wonder how many. Yeah, like well, like what Matt said, like how much of sightings that happened that has not been reported that it, we get that and we're like, oh man, that's. That's just rare and one, but really, there's probably it's probably really active. Man, you got you got tons of tons of paranormal stuff down happening down there. You know, mm-hmm. you got Thunderbirds, you got La Chusa, La La Chusa, La Yorona, Yorona. Yeah, uh-huh. so you got all that stuff going on, and you know, why not Bigfoot there? Oh yeah, um, it's just. You, I don't know. You just, I'm so it, it caught you off surprise. It caught it? me off surprise. I was like, oh, okay. I've heard of, I've heard of, I even asked you when I was a kid too. I was like, is, you ever heard of the desert Bigfoot? And you were like, yeah, I actually have. But that's, that's, I think you were like, I don't think that's, there's any Bigfoot in the desert, but you, you never know. Yeah. There's, there's tons of, there's tons of like canyons mm-hmm. and like crevasses and crevasses. Did I say that right? Crevasses. Mm-hmm. Like in, like in the desert that people don't normally see. And then, you know, there's trees that grow in there, and they go out, and sometimes you see it as a bush, but when you walk up to it, there's it's like it's deep, and there's a big tree in there. So Bigfoots can move through the desert or in, like, New Mexico or Arizona without even being seen. Yeah. So. I mean, as a podcast host, you know, especially with my show, I pretty much feature the witness. You know, every once in a while, you know, I'll have somebody like you on or something and we'll just talk about stuff. But typically I have a witness on explaining their encounter mm-hmm. and I try not to get involved in that, you know, other than just the conversation. Mm-hmm. Uh, and sometimes 
you know, I'll have a witness on where they'll tell me their story and it's just like, uh, I don't know, you know, kind of, kind of not really believe in that one. Mm-hmm. Not going to lie. Uh, most of the time, the vast majority of the time though, it's just a situation where, well, I wasn't there. So it could happen. I, I certainly believe it could happen. Uh, but she's one of the ones where I'm like 100%, I believe her. Yeah, I absolutely. Believe she had her sighting just like she says she did. Yeah, because like again, she she just seemed like a person who didn't who wants to be popular or is trying to be famous off her sighting. Because number one, she's held it in for so long. Mm-hmm. And she's two thousand five. Yeah. <clears throat> now she may change her mind now that she's done my podcast. Mm-hmm. She may. You know, it may have sparked something in her. I, I've seen that happen. It just recently happened to another witness I had on who's now, like, kind of, it's got him a little fired up, and he wants some answers, you know? Yeah, he's he's, uh, he's doing the tour around or what? Well, he, he just asked for me to uh, put him in touch with some people mm. in his area if I knew anybody that could maybe, you know, talk to him more about uh, sightings in that area that he's in and everything. Hmm. Uh, with her, I asked her, you know, like, so where do you go from here? Are you trying to learn more about these things? You know, would you ever go out looking for them? And she was like, nope. I know they exist. I know what they look like. I have. I, I don't need to know any more than that. I'm, I'm content with that. Yeah, I think uh, our last podcast, we interviewed uh, John Burton mm-hmm. from Alabama. And he was, he was like a Bigfoot enthusiast growing up as a teenager. He actually joined uh, the Patterson, like... Bigfoot club or something. So mm. they sent him like a, like a six by nine autograph with, you know, uh, you know, a Mr. Patterson. And I guess back then, and, um, he was, I guess he got like a newsletter or something. So, wow. and then, and then he had an incident in North Carolina and he said, I don't care to ever see it again. So, uh, he's like in his seventies, but he was, uh, you can tell he was kind of shook up about, I like about it. He didn't want to go in, like into detail about it, you know, how scary he was, but you can tell he was, did he not- get a Bigfoot decoder ring? <laughs> I know. Right. <laughs> it's just the way he said, I, I saw it outside the window and my first instinct was to grab the camera, but instead he grabbed his gun. He's 38. Yeah. That would, that would have just pissed it off. Yeah. Man. And he said whenever he did do that, didn't he say that it grunted? Yeah, it kind of like, like knew. It like looked back at him and went, mm, yeah, and then walked off and like knocked over or a big did, tall plant. He did, he did the malaki. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, um, but he was he was he said something to, he said something to me that was kind of odd. He, he said to me that his his face was flat. Yeah, that's where I was like, what? Yeah, I mean, I. I wasn't, I, I don't know, I wasn't prepared for that. So, flat and I go, okay. Maybe, so, maybe it was the hair, so much hair sticking out, it made it seem like his features were, I don't know. I don't know. Well, maybe. A lot of people use, like, the term flat face to describe humans. Mm-hmm. Where, like, apes have the pronounced mouth area or whatever that sticks out. And uh, most witnesses say that Bigfoot doesn't have that. The one that I saw did not have that. It would be described as a flat face. Mm. Have we? I'm pretty sure there's been incidents where people say that they show their teeth mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Like growling. Like, have they been able to distinct like the type of teeth? 
upstairs? Most people say they have like squared off block teeth. Yeah, like, I've I've heard like that reg- too. Regular teeth, like I guess human. Yeah. <clears throat> not human. What's the, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, humanoid. Well, just regular teeth. Not what I'm trying to say. Like it's not like sharp teeth. Like oh, not, you like mean a dog like or canine? Canine. Okay. Yes. I mean, you've got you know that crowd out there about that talk about the the dog you know, man. The no the uh, the woo Janosqua and things like that. You know the Ohio uh, meat eating giants and stuff <clears> that have like sharp teeth and. But I think that's just uh, a little bit of fantasy to yeah. get people riled up. Mm. I think it's um, mm. embe- <laughs> embellishment, probably. So, <clears throat> but yeah, that's that's actually pretty good, Stephen. That you caught that about the teeth. Yeah, I mean, it just makes me wonder. Like, you know, everybody's got, I guess, tooth teeth problems. It makes me wonder. Like, dang, did they take out their own teeth? Or yeah, whenever we were doing. John, um, John's story on season two, mm-hmm. uh, he was, he was originally telling me that he saw this Bigfoot jump off that big cliff yeah, and land in front of him. Like a superhero. And before, before he told me anything else, this was on the phone. I wasn't, you know, we didn't, I wasn't recording him. I said, I go, did it rock back and forth? Did it show you its teeth? Did it grab branches? And he goes, man, holy shit. Were you there, dude? That's what he told me. Uh-huh. And I said, no, continue. Go ahead and continue with your story. Because I wanted, I wanted to see if it was if it was trying to show this. Because that's to me, that shows like aggression. Like it's trying to push you out of an area mm. rather than harm you and kill you. Because if, if it wanted to kill you, it'd kill you. But if, if it wanted to push you out of area, it's going to show you its teeth. It's going to rock back and forth. Mm-hmm. It's going to display um, aggression by thrashing bushes or trees or whatever. So, So you got, okay. I think and I think I've talked to you about this one. Like you got like, you got humans. We're so flawed, and we have like those 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 humans or you know people that are serial killers. Mm-hmm. Like they like to kill. Like there's got to be one where a, like a Bigfoot is like that. Or sure, an, like like do do they police that? Do they? They're like no, that's you're not supposed to do that. Like in their own way of saying like no, that's you cannot do that. Do they have a Bigfoot Dexter? Yes, exactly. <laughs> a Bigfoot Dexter, yes. Or Mr. Robot. Yeah. Bigfoot. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Um, uh, Bigfoot uh, Hannibal Lecter. I, I, I mean, I, I, I'm can't, I can't speak for Matt, but I'm sure there's there's Bigfoot out there that are completely assholes. There's, you know? Yeah, there's oh, ass, sure. assholes, and then there's probably Bigfoot Karens, you know, like the one where uh, that, who I think it was Gary that was talking about it, Gary Lynn, where... Uh, the lady was driving down the or driving down the road, and she almost hit the the baby Bigfoot. Yeah, and, and then it came back the next day, and it was like ah, like it was mad. Yeah, it was it was a different Bigfoot. It was, a it different, was older pissed, one. Yeah, it was pissed off yeah. that, and she and she took a swing at the car. Yeah, like just drive slower, you know. Yeah. Um, but there has to be a type of Bigfoot that is just not all there, you know, and just well, loves not even on like a psychopath level that Steven's taking it to. Uh, like, I mean, what happens whenever one gets injured or they get too old to, you know, take care of themselves? Do the others pitch in and take care of those ones or yeah. what yeah. do they do? Oh, yeah, that's a part of that's like a branch of that. But, you know, just the whole like like there was that story where that Bigfoot like broke its leg or something. It was bleeding. Oh, yeah. The one and that the Bigfoot jumped over the lady. Matt story on that yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There's that one right there. The, uh, the teabagger one. You're yeah. talking about? <laughs> what? <laughs> Teabagger Vance. Yeah. 
I wasn't trying to bring that up, man. This is Bigfoot Club. That's what oh, we do, God. dude. I mean, she said it. I mean, yeah. She, she's like, oh, yeah, I saw it. It's scrotum. <laughs> um, but yeah, there's got to be a psychopath Bigfoot. That's what I was trying to get at. Well, that one, that one you're describing was a caring one, and it just picked up the the little the Unless smaller it's Bigfoot. The one that broke the other one's leg. Yeah, there's that. Yeah, man, I don't know. I mean, I'm sure there are. There's just psychopath. I mean, like the ones. But, in, I mean, if there are a Bigfoot serial killer, do they kill other Bigfoot? Yeah, they kill other Bigfoot, or they kill just anything that's living like by them. You, you think, know, you think they have like a like a trial that's what, Bigfoot. I, that's what i was saying like is there a bigfoot police to that right um and they stupid they have whistles <laughs> when they start running i don't know i mean you know that's a really good question actually yeah because so in the animal world that doesn't really exist it doesn't like a human thing yeah yeah it doesn't obviously or just but like if joking. we if we go down the path of these things are more human the than animal mm-hmm I mean, so let's go back <laughs> to like tribal times, whenever humans were still living in tribes, you know, cavemen, whatever. Mm-hmm. Were there serial killers back then? Yeah, there probably were, but they because you got you got to think about it. there was no there was it was easy to get away with, and that right there is probably still easy with them. <laughs> there was no... yeah, but you're dependent on your group for survival. So if you go around killing everybody, you're gonna die. True. That's also true, but it doesn't necessarily have to be their own, their own kind. Like maybe they like the killing of 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 us, you know? Yeah, like because yeah. like the ones they, in Alaska. The yes, the Alaskan big. Uh, what is that? What is the name that I always made fun of because the, I kept changing it um, every time. The, um, oh, 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 fuck! I forgot how you. Yeah, it. I forgot how you pronounce it too. <laughs> that damn show, the Alaskan Bigfoot. They kept changing the name. Um. Yeah, that uh, one that one killed a lot of people. Supposedly, supposedly, allegedly yeah. killed a lot of people. And it was, it supposedly, they made it seem like on the show. Obviously, it's a little bit kind of far fetched, but they made it seem like this Bigfoot was possessed by some evil entity on it that was um, kind Nantanuk. Of like, I say that. Nant- oh yeah, they said Nantanuk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They kept saying that, and I was like, dude, what the? F- how do you pronounce that? Because one saying Nantanuk, the other one saying Nantanuk, the other one saying Nana. And then Turok and I don't know. Dinosaur Hunter? Yeah, right. Exactly. Turok. Turok. Turok, Turok. So did you guys hear about that uh, report down in Texas with the game cam picture and stuff and like the game wardens got called? I th- I think so. But, oh, you know, man. I see so many. I, I But uh, enlighten us, Matt. Yeah. Fill us in. So this, this showed up on like, you know how... They'll do, like, uh, sometimes on, like, Twitter, on, like, a police profile or whatever you want to call it, an account for, like, a local police department. They'll kind of do, like, the blotter of calls that they get and reports that they get. Mm -hmm. Well, this was somewhere down in Texas, uh, posted by, like, the local sheriff's, uh, you know, Twitter account that a complainant had called and was telling them about what they believe is a Bigfoot captured on their game cam. They were like reporting it to the police and they transferred the call to the local game wardens down there and that the game wardens, uh, investigated the incident 
and got the game camera photo, like the person sent it to him and everything. And they turned it over to, I guess, the Texas Parks and Wildlife biologist to, like, look at the photo and wow. make a determination. I, I can't believe they went on the record and did that. Yeah, I Is, know. Did they make uh, the picture public? No, of course damn, not. Damn it. But here's the part that bugs me, okay? So, like, you're a game warden, and you go to investigate because someone says they've got a photo of a Bigfoot on their game camera. And they've gone to the trouble of contacting the authorities about it, uh, which is kind of brazen for a hoaxer, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So you investigate it, and you see the photo, and you're like, well, I'm going to send this to a biologist because I'm no biologist. I can't tell you if it's a Bigfoot or not. Bullshit. Come on. You don't know if it's a Bigfoot or not in the photo. You need to give it to a biologist. You need to defer to a biologist. It doesn't take a biologist to know if you're looking at a Bigfoot on a photo or not. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I think some shenanigans are going on one or way maybe, or another. Maybe he just didn't want to fill out the paperwork of what the hell did I just see? Maybe it's, you know, out, out it, of his expertise. Like, I can't say that that's a person. I can't say that's a, a gorilla. But uh, yes, you can. You he, can, though. That's the thing. But <laughs> like, I guess what I'm saying is uh, that's whatever they depend, depending on what the picture is. What like it, the angle? The how angle, close? It, how close it is, and what the yeah, it's so like, doing? It's either you can tell what it is, or you can't tell what it is. And if you can't tell what it is, then there's no reason to send it to a biologist because they're not going to be able to tell either. Yeah, I mean they can't. So there has to be enough detail to think. Yeah, we'll send it to a biologist and see what they say. Yeah, they can't. They can't like take apart the picture and test it and stuff. So know, yeah. right. But uh, I've had. I've. I personally have had. Three encounters with game wardens in Texas. One in Brown Springs, two in Sulphur Springs. And they are not supportive of anything that any Bigfooters do. And so, you know, like the three times, I, and I don't know, I'll take, take it back. The two times I had encounters, and I told them I was doing Bigfoot stuff, they hung out with us until we left. They would not, they would not let us, like, do stuff. They were just on our hip. And then, uh, like, the third time... And I got smart, and I just, I was going to school at the time, and I told him I was a student, and I showed him my student ID, and I told him I was writing a paper on uh, deer migration, so I was doing soil samples, and he left, he, you know, he, he left me alone. Nice. Maybe we need to do that. Yeah. So, student IDs and stuff. And so, I, 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 know, I don't know if I've told you this, Matt, but I, I've talked to all the Australian people about that, and they were, they were perplexed on why game wardens, and I said... They don't support it here. They just don't. And he, you know, I think um, Yowie Dan and Gary Lynn, they were like, they were perplexed on why game because orders. They're, they're supportive over there. I'm assuming so. I don't know. So, but. Well, here's the weird thing. Men in black, game wardens, uh, just some sort of federal level authority, whatever you want to call it. You have lots of stories of that happening in Texas. Like, I know a lot of researchers that have had run-ins with people like that, uh, especially game wardens. Mm-hmm. I don't know why it's more so in Texas than anywhere else, but I mean, like, obviously, I know you're telling the truth, and I've talked to a few other people who have also had run-ins that are just crazy sounding, like unmarked, you know, blacked-out vehicles pulling up with, you know, guys basically SWAT gear with assault rifles and holding everybody there, checking their IDs. Why are you here? What are you doing? 
you know? Mm -hmm. And like, this is incidences where there's like no way that they should know that these people were going to be there and they just show up there at the same exact moment as them and like shut it down. Yeah. So in Oklahoma, we had like a park ranger, like opening up areas that were closed off so we could go back there and investigate and like giving us Bigfoot reports whenever they got them. So that's weird. Yeah, because like I know, and because like uh, when I was with the TBRC, we had a spot over uh, in Sulphur Springs. It was over by it was a place called Mahoney Slabs, and we had to go down this dirt road to go there, and we had to jump over a fence. And it's, it's and it's it's states on there, you know, it's it's a state park and all this stuff. But um, did everybody jump over the fence? Yeah, <laughs> no, no, not really. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That one guy didn't. No, I think I, I think he crawled under it. So, <laughs> but um, so whenever we did that, we figured out the second time around there there was there was like a like a thing on the road that was like a sensor. It was like it was tied to a tree. And if and if you went over it, it it went off. And, you know, had a sensor. You know, like they have like those yeah. those speed bumps to see how yeah. fast you're going. So they had that on the road, and as soon as we hit it, they were there. And I I'm I'm not going to say who it is, but there's a buddy of ours that was a constable, and he I think he still had his he, he still had his his radio, and he stuck he would call us and say, hey, are you guys in town? Because there's there's chatter saying that you're there, and I go, yeah, we're that we're in town, and. Because, yeah, they're, like, talking about you. <laughs> I go, okay. I mean, why? You know? Yeah. So why, why are they worried about it? Is it because of state laws are different when it comes to animals? Well, if you're on if you're on state land and there's – this is just – this is a theory I have. If you're on state land and there's Bigfoot activity there, they just don't want you there at all. But why? But And it sounds like, well, like since we're talking about this, like, Texas is, is more strict, like – yeah, is, is Texas laws different when it comes to Oklahoma or any any place else I, when it comes to that? That I do I not. Mean, I don't know about the Bigfoot laws, but like I mean, didn't I? Several years ago, didn't they release something and everybody got all pissed off about because like Texas was like it's legal to shoot a Bigfoot if you see one. Yeah. So maybe they're trying to backtrack and not do that now. I don't know. I'm just trying I, you to know, figure out why I, they were are so strict when it you, comes. To I'm that. just saying that like a lot of people talk about. Oh, there's the government cover up. You know. Yeah. But in Texas, I know for a fact, multiple times, different researchers in different parts of Texas have had run-ins with authorities where you don't have that happening in other states for some reason. Yeah, that's why I'm like. I don't know. Why is that? I I, I don't know, but I, I know that it's always been it's always been my theory that if 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 we were to shoot one of them or discover a Bigfoot here in Texas, then you have to see its range. You have to see where how far it goes, and if, if it goes like you know three hundred miles, then you have to like claim that as you know uh, protected land. And if you if you do that, then you can't have you can't have um, a, uh, you know aggressive expansive growth business-wise or commercial-wise, and then you got logging. So I think that affects all that stuff. And it's that's just my theory, my ideas on it. You know, I, I could be no, wrong. That's, I mean, that's definitely a solid theory. You know, a lot of people share it. My uh, build off that is I agree 100%, and that's under the pretense that if you shoot one and bring it in and they discover it's an animal, what if they discover it's a person? What if it is human? Yeah. Then what do you do? That's that's even more 
of a problem than it just being an endangered animal. Now yeah. this is a new human, oh, you know, this, this yeah. is a new group, a new society, a new culture. Like, where do we go from there? Yeah, that that is that's a super slippery slope. And so, do you think that's why they do it? It's, it's possible. It's possible. Look at all the problems that have happened between the federal government of the United States and Native Americans whenever it comes to taking lands and everything that we did as a government and a people to the Native Americans whenever we started coming over here. Uh, you know, Oklahoma is in the middle of a huge legal battle right now, right here where I live in Tulsa, over who has jurisdiction, the city police or the tribe, because Tulsa is technically in the middle of a Native American reservation. Sure We're is. on reservation land. Uh, and there's supposed to be a separation in the government there. And forever, since Tulsa's been here, if a, a police officer pulls over somebody who's speeding, they write him a ticket whether it doesn't matter if they're Native American or not. Well, now they're pointing out like, hey, you're technically not allowed to write tickets to Native Americans on reservation land. So it's like this huge thing. Like we, The mayor of Tulsa has even requested that it go to the Supreme Court and be argued it's like that big of a deal right now wow so like if you got something like that if bigfoot was proven and not only proven but proven to be a human an actual race of human were they here before the native americans is this their land that we infringed on what happens to the trees and contracts that we have with native americans if this other group of people were already here before them man that's deep Mm. That's, yeah, super man. Deep. that's super what deep heck, crazy man. stuff but like i mean i'm sure if all that were to pan out and you know played out a certain way don't tell me there ain't attorneys that wouldn't jump on that yeah oh yeah uh, and and then and then if you do that in oklahoma you got to do that in texas you got to yeah. do it in alabama you got to do it because you're Missouri. no longer talking about endangered species habitat you're talking about infringing on civil liberties Mm. That's a whole new ball game. That's that's probably why they don't. I don't know. That's probably why they don't do it. So they don't want to open up another can of worms that they can't really. That they're not prepared to follow through on that. I'm pretty sure they have the what if scenarios uh, filled out, and if this happens and this happens, but they don't want. I'm pretty sure they don't want to do that. And then also you got, and I'm 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 reaching right, way out in left field on this one, is that. Um, what if what if Bigfoot can do that, you know, that infrasound? What if they actually can do it? Mm-hmm. The government's not going to want them like, no. found because they, they want to harness that. They want to figure out how Bigfoots do it, mm-hmm. and they want to harness it and that, that like, then, like, weaponize it. Oh. Oh. So, I don't know. I mean, that's, I know I'm reaching really far on that one. I mean, this, this shit. I mean, that's uh But are you? I mean, it's it's really not. <laughs> and when it comes to this, because that's 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 what we're known for, I guess. I guess Here's the deal: here. no matter what the reason, there's a reason. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, one of the first things that ever occurred to me, you, you know, I, I was in a weird situation. I had a Bigfoot sighting and I hadn't been doing the Bigfoot stuff very long, you know, compared to like other people who spent their entire lives 
trying to have a sighting and never saw one. So I saw it as I'm just some guy, you know, early 20s, looked up Bigfoot on the Internet, went out with a group of people and had a sighting in my own home state within the first couple of years. That's unheard of. That's crazy. It is very. But if I can do it, then the government has to know they exist. They have to know all about them. They've already captured them. They've already dissected them. They know exactly what they are. Because the government's always 20 steps ahead of where the civilian game is. Yep. So why do they want to keep this suppressed? Why do they not want to acknowledge these things? Because if it was just an, a great ape, if it was just like something like a gorilla out there walking around on two legs, mm. we would have like, oh, wow, that's a way for us to make money. We can put them in zoos. We can set aside habitat and get you know federal funding for that. Like They would have already done that. Yeah. In my opinion. Mm-hmm. So I think they're definitely not just an ape of some kind. No. And I think the government, and whenever I say the government, not just the United States, uh, definitely know exactly what they are. And for some, whatever that reason is, they don't want us to acknowledge them. Yeah, I know. I know whenever I interviewed Sarah Bignall on my show, she told me that she interviewed uh, some uh, military people and. She said they stated that when they, when, whenever they were, I guess, going through their orientation all that stuff, that they had literature stating that there are yaois, but they weren't allowed to show it that, you know, that stuff out in the public. But they, like these soldiers were saying, because yeah, we had pamphlets that said, you know, there are yaois. This is what you do if, you know, someone, if you see it while you're on patrol or you're out doing uh, like an assignment or whatever. So I thought that was that was amazing that she told us that. And I mean, but, your boy Todd Nice, you know, mm. he had his sighting during a military, you know, practice, a drill, basically. And told his superior immediately, and was basically told to just leave it alone. Did you say like, let it go? Did you say my boy? <laughs> yeah, your boy, your boy, General Todd Nice. Yeah, five star general. I've met Todd. Have you? Yeah, in person. He's from Oregon. Oregon. Oregoni. <laughs> I'm just saying the the point is, you right. know, he was actively in the military whenever he had his sighting, like literally on a military exercise. Yeah. And he's certainly not the only uh government person who's ever had a sighting. So But where yeah, do, they know. Where does it end? The government knows everything now. It doesn't. Like they probably know about freaking you know, uh, what's his name? Uh, Ross Perot. No, Cthulhu. Cthulhu. I thought you were going to say um, the Smiling Man. The Smiling Man. Shit. Everything. Everything. You In- know they they probably oh. open portals and shit. Ingrid Cole. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Mothman Ingrid- Festival is going on this uh, weekend. Oh yeah, it is. I would have liked to go to that. That would have been nice. It would have been really nice. Mm-hmm. It would have been nice. I would have. I would have called Richard Gear and be like, "Where are you, man? Where are you? What's in your pocket? <laughs> what's in your What's in your wallet? <laughs> Capital One. What's in your wallet? Chapstick. <laughs> what, do I, what do I got in my left hand? <laughs> so, oh man. So Bigfoot Crossroads is doing well, right? 
I mean, I'm chugging along. How, how many do you have seasons, or you just you just do episodes, right? Nah, I just do episodes. I don't even know how to break down a season. Uh, I, a a I, year? I, I don't know. I mean, I like thought about maybe 20, 30 episodes, and it'd be like, you know what? I need a break. I need about a good three months, two months. Oh no, you can't do that. Why not? You can't do that. So we other people can do that. I can't do that. So so can. we end up doing like we'll take one during Christmas break. Like for two weeks, and then we'll come think, back. I think, it's, I think it's pretty much. Uh, yeah, I think we we cover November still Thanksgiving. Yeah, um, we would we would have continued all the way to Christmas break, but uh, Grandma got sick last year, mm-hmm. and we couldn't do it. So, and then you know she got better, and I was always over at the house, and uh, I think she got better like in February, and that's when we started doing the show again. So. Mm-hmm. Um, but typically, we we take like a two week break on December, two or three week. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that's when we do the season, the brand new season, like in start of the year. That's a that's a clean slate. Yeah, fresh start. I was getting all excited because <laughs> I was like, "Oh man, what am I going to do for episode one hundred? I have episode one hundred coming up." Uh-huh. And I was like. Thinking about, you know, okay, well, I'm going to have, like, Bob and Steven on, you know? Uh-huh. And then I realized, like, wait, I'm on, like, episode 80. Yeah. So that's still 20 weeks away. That's, like, six months from now. What am I talking about? I'm well, nowhere you, near well, you, you each Sometimes he's trying to, like, two week or something. Two weeks. No, that's not happening. Two weeks. That, that's crazy talk. Well, we, we will be happy to come on. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, BC and talk figuratively oh. and literally because you were on yeah, our one hundred. Yeah, <laughs> you were on our one hundredth episode. So mm-hmm. yes, and, you were. And oh, that's whenever we did the the hot sauce thing, right? Yeah, the hot sauce stuff, and we were. It was mm-hmm. the one where I, I said I first said uh, Luke Arthur Gross. Yeah, and I was like, <laughs> oh, lag. He's, thank God he's not a gamer. <laughs> Man, lost it twenty weeks from now. <laughs> I mean that's that's a long ways away, but you know what'd be really cool hmm. if we did episode one hundred live. I knew you were going to say that uh, in my <laughs> house. Oh, that would be cool. That would be cool. As long as the roads are not icy. <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> they're not going to be icy. Icy and no storms, please. I don't trust storms in, in Oklahoma now. Yeah, it's I always just don't. It's always like ten foes. There's there. never just oh, it's just a little rain. No, it's a. Tornadoes, hails, cows. It's fine. It's all fine. <laughs> hey, um, let's. I mean, um, are we? Are man? Are you watching Oscar? I'm mean, Oscar. Uh, uh, what? Ahsoka. Oscar. <laughs> wrestler. Oscar. Oscar oh. De La Hoya. No. <laughs> She's a wrestler in WWE. Oh Oscar. yeah, that's Oscar right. Maya. Oscar <laughs> Maya. Yeah. Are you watching Oscar Maya? <laughs> are you watching Ahsoka? I am. What do, What are your thoughts on it? Mm. What are my thoughts on it? Well, I never watched the Clone Wars series. It's okay, neither have I. Or I, the Rebels. I'm, I'm halfway through it. Now, I know that Clone Wars and Rebels both have a huge following. Mm-hmm. And this stuff, uh, this series is based on the events of those cartoons. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, I know enough about them to understand what's going on in the series 
Uh, but I'm like missing a lot of plot points. I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, I thought it was really, really cool uh, that they brought Anakin in. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed that a lot. And uh, yeah, that's about all I can say. Steven, I know you have you have some some stuff that bothers you about this. Okay, so. And man, I don't know if you feel the same way. And maybe the show explains it, but I don't. To me, I don't see it as canon because they never mentioned it on Revenge of the Sith. He was never a master, so why does he have an apprentice on that? Uh, the Clone Wars. Well, I can answer that. Please tell me because I don't know. I honestly do not know. Okay, so you don't have to be a master to have an apprentice. You just have to be a Jedi Knight. And uh-huh. Anakin was a Jedi Knight. Uh-huh. And so, obviously, you know, they had Anakin. They, they let Anakin be a Padawan. But the whole Jedi Council was like, eh, no, no, I don't think this is a good idea. Like, no, he's, he's crazy. Well, that continued on, even whenever he was like a Jedi Knight and everything. Uh-huh. And he was really pissed off because they wouldn't make him a Jedi Master. Even though he was so, doing Jedi Master stuff? Right. Uh-huh. So Yoda thought, hey, I'm going to assign an apprentice to him to have him train because that will help him develop and calm down and be a better guy that can be a master. Uh-huh. And he put Ahsoka with him because she was very much like he was. She was very like rebellious and strong-willed and everything, mm-hmm. and, and late got into late a in lot of arguments. Yeah, yeah, okay. Uh, and but she ended up, you know, leaving him and just being like, "Yeah, I, I'm out." They didn't get along; they butted heads. Uh, and how it was supposed to help him, uh, it didn't. He just continued doing the same stuff that he always does, where he got really protective of her and, you know, held her back. He didn't want anything to happen to her and everything. And mm-hmm. it, it just didn't do any good. But I too had that question because I was like, wait a second. How can, how can that even be? He's done yeah. a Jedi master. Yeah. You, you know what I'm enjoying about it is uh, Mary Elizabeth Winstead. Oh my God. I'm super enjoying that. <laughs> I, I never had a thing for aliens until now. Sindula. She, she's a, Hera, Hera, Sandula, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh, but you know that's excuse me, that's Ewan McGregor's wife, is it? Mm-hmm. He ended up, I guess they ended up falling for each other when they did the Fargo series mm. together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And well, hello there. <laughs> literally, I have the high ground. <laughs> I'm like, oh, do you now? Um, what sucks is that yeah, he was already married, so I guess that they kind of. Oh man, yeah, it happens. It happens, I guess. But yeah, but, um, Elizabeth Winstead, Jesus Christ, that woman. I've been in love with her since freaking Scott Pilgrim versus the World. Yeah, good movie, by the way. Was she in that? Yeah. Oh yes, she was Ramona Flowers. Ramona Flowers. Yeah. Did they really? I, I'm I'm really enjoying it. Mm-hmm. I'm really enjoying it a lot. I I'm halfway through uh, the Clone Wars. And oh, I, that, I thought we were talking about Soga. Okay, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, mm-hmm. I like agreeing with you. I, for some reason, I like I saw like the first three episodes of uh, the Clone Wars, and I was just, I was just not, it was not. 
it's it, it, it's like it's almost like supernatural. There's a lot. There's like 22 episodes, I think, a season. Yeah, luckily it's so, 30 minutes. So but, it's it's a lot. Yeah, but a lot of like man, you gotta watch. You gotta watch, a lot of people. Star Wars fans are like, not every episode. You need to watch every episode, but there's there's certain episodes in there that you do need to watch. Mm-hmm. That uh, you know they talk about. You know, because I, I definitely Mandalore wanna, and I want to definitely see it for uh, Mandalorians and uh, Darth Maul. Because mm-hmm. uh, I, I love Darth Maul, I think he's who's uh, who's the voice for for Darth Maul. That's uh, Sam Whit- Sam Witwer. Yeah, he does the voice room. Great, great actor, great voice actor. Mm-hmm. He uh, was in Tulsa this past summer. Oh, really? He was. He's a, he's a good guy. He he uh, he said my name on Twitch. Oh yeah, because you because you you're you're. I'm watching. I'm rewatching Dexter, and he played Neil Perry. Oh Lord! Uh, a serial or wannabe serial killer, and I just happened to go on his Twitch while he was live, and I was like, "Hey, Neil Perry," and he was like, "Big Boy Jones, is that? Are you are you doing Dexter? Are you watching Dexter?" <laughs> I was like, "Yes." He said my name. It was awesome. Say my name. Say my name. Say my name. Say my name. Um, but now I get. I really need to watch. Um, I want to say Attack of the Clones, uh, Clone Wars. I really need to watch it. Rebels and Rebels. And is there another one? There's another one that. Uh, oh, the, the, Bad, Bad Batch. Yeah, that's Baby Jedi. Yeah, no. actually, the, actually, the boys are watching that. They keep telling telling me about it. Bad Batch is pretty good. Is it? Yeah, a lot of people are saying it's really good, and I'm like, ah, it's just another show I got to watch, man. I tried watching Clone Wars. I tried watching Rebels, and I couldn't do it. See, it's it's not just me. Okay, thank yeah, you. I, I, I'm not even gonna lie, dude. I thought they were horrible. <laughs> I thought the animation was horrible. I thought the writing was horrible. I thought the characters were horrible. But you got to. I was born. The year Star Wars came out. Mm-hmm. I am a Star Wars baby. Okay? Uh-huh. <laughs> Star Wars is ingrained into my childhood. Mm-hmm. And it takes more than some lightsabers and a Boba Fett helmet to get me interested in the Star Wars. Yeah, I, I have to agree with you. It's Some of it's pretty bad. But, you know, in order for me to encompass what they're doing now i i just i'm just gonna you know like it's it's like it's like wwe you gotta eat a shit sandwich to get over and i'm just gonna i'm just gonna do it but that's the thing though someday i might you know someday i might just you know Um, rip my teeth and bear it and get through it but i couldn't get over the hump but wouldn't you say like i guess the story that they're following right now that's where a lot of people like so many fans are like oh my god the clone wars like they were like just just having an orgasm, nerdgasm, whatever. Yeah. Well, because they have to progress the story. Yeah. You know? So, like, whenever The Phantom Menace and all that stuff came out, my generation was like, yes, yeah, Star Wars is back. Thank you. Mm-hmm. But, like, now I get it. Nobody cares about Luke Skywalker anymore, which is sacrilegious to me. But it, is, it is. It is. But, like, that's that's the thing. You have to let the original trilogy people go. They They don't care about Han Solo. They don't care about Princess Leia. Mm-hmm. So they're trying to like move along, and so now the generation that grew up with Clone Wars and Rebel is now old enough where this is nostalgia for them, oh, and that's why it's okay. being put out the way it is. Yeah, but even then, like whenever it was coming out, I got excited for it, and then when I was watching it, I was like, "I'm not, I'm not enjoying this." I'm yeah, not, uh, yeah, Anakin's there. Yeah, Obi Wan is there. Uh, and then I stopped watching it, and a lot of people were like, at, at the time, were like, dude, you got to watch it. Uh, Darth Maul comes back. I'm like, really? And then I st- started rewatching it again, and I was like, I couldn't even make it to Darth Maul. Darth Maul episodes. I'm like, does it get good when it gets to Darth Maul? Like, is there more? To, uh, uh, you know, I don't, I don't, to I don't be care. honest with you, I'm watching it, you know, primarily for the backstories. 
And I get that. Yeah. Like there's some star Wars stories that are like the side stories are so great. And I'm, I'm there's uh, other characters that I need to shine light on. And I get, I love that, but that's why I like, uh, you know, Mandalorian and, and Soka and all that stuff. But I, I don't, I don't get the whole, I noticed, I noticed you have, I noticed you haven't said another show on the star Wars stuff. What, what other show? And, uh, and or, you know, you know, <laughs> Oh, okay. So here, Okay. Matt, what is your you mean thoughts Han on Solo? <laughs> what is your thought on Andor? I mean, it was a good show. I just don't see what it had to do with Star Wars. Okay, okay. <laughs> now it, we all, you and I both know it's from Rogue One. Yeah, and I'm all like, okay. So when they decided to make the show, I was like, why? I apologize for that already. Like, I, I get <laughs> what's his name, Diego Luna. Yeah, Diego. I love Diego Luna. Great actor. He's yeah, he's up and actor. he's up and rising and all that. That's awesome. But I was like, I go, why? why? It's, obviously, it's going to be a prequel. It's not. And then I was right. Yeah, it is a prequel, duh. But I was like, why are they making a show? So the the first three episodes were great. If, the, but if you're going to do a show like that, why can't we just have like Rogue Squadron or something? Give us X-wing pilots. Give yeah, us a story that, that yeah. follows them or something. I, I, I'm just going to say this. I, I think this is, and I'm just reaching here again. I think this this part of the story is where the, I guess, the politics and the money come into where where does rebels get the money and the politics and the and the hidden support. Mm-hmm. That's just the the view that I have. That's what I interpreted that yeah, show as. So it showed us the the source of the blood money behind the rebellion. Mm-hmm. And like, okay, cool, but that's not why I like Star Wars. Exactly. So, <laughs> so this is where I was going with Matt. Is that Game of Thrones? Ever since Game of Thrones came out, it was all about politics. There's everything is about politics nowadays, right? But Game of Thrones kind of like it stems from that, and they. they but in Game in, of Thrones, the politicians got their hands bloody. It, exactly. But I'm I'm getting to where. I feel like st- everybody's trying to copy that. So when I was yeah, watching Andor, yeah. it did not fit that story at all. They were showing too much of the that guy that was obsessed with Andor. I didn't fucking care about his character. I don't care about his character. A lot of people are going to be pissed. Like, what the f- what And the they, did you notice that they tried to tie Ahsoka into that? Yeah. Into the Andor series? And like, I'm all like, really? Oh, that's the only thing that's going to probably help the show. So the shit sandwich, that's basically what it was. The first three episodes or four episodes was really good. There is that three episodes in the middle where he was in prison. And I'm like, okay, great. Escape the damn prison. Okay. Great. We, we, we get it. The show. It's literally the show. Yeah, I get it. But, and then they were showing that bad guy, like and his mom, had, and like how, I don't know. It was just, I was not, feeling, I was like, this is so boring. <laughs> like, yeah, hurry. Uh, so I just, I powered through it. I finally finished it, and I was like, okay, Andor, I give it a 7 out of 10. Could have been greater if they just took those three episodes out where I didn't really care about the damn guy that was obsessed with him. Did not care about it. And I already uh, told Robert this, too, and he was like, okay, man, tell him, hold back, tell me how you feel. Yeah. I mean, they could have just took those episodes out. It wouldn't affect the, the it series. It, it really wouldn't. It, and then the I just, whole. I mean, I just think it was. A waste of money. Like it's a show that didn't need to happen. It, honestly, it didn't. Did not. Would would they would Would you guys be more interested if they did like a Darth Maul backstory? Yes. Yes. 
100%. Let's see some dark side stuff. Why do we always have to follow the heroes? Yeah, do a Sith Sith show. I guarantee you that show will blow up. Like, literally, it would, like, because you, or you talk about gray Jedis. The Jedis that that really Mm. just, there's no, there's no good or bad. It's just, it's all neutral in a way. And in, Mm. in the Star Wars universe, in the expanded universe, that's kind of what Luke Skywalker was. Yeah, Luke Skywalker was kind of the one that was like, "Yeah, you know, we're just gonna do both." <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna wear black. Yeah, he, so yeah, he was the only Jedi like to wear all black. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they they skipped a lot of stuff in telling the story, and and that's one of the problems I have uh, with what's going on now. Is I'm kind of like you, Stephen. Like, if you follow the movies, like. When did all this stuff with Anakin happen? I know. They <laughs> you know, made it seem like it was a long time thing. Like, yeah, we had the Clone Wars, and then he's like becoming Darth Vader. And you're trying to tell me that in that time, like he went off on his own, he finished his Jedi training, he had a Padawan. They didn't mention that in Revenge. Re- yeah, they never did. He killed some sand people. <laughs> like, honestly, I felt like they could have, I don't know, done that for uh, Attack of the Clones. Like, I mean, the Revenge of the Sith, he's still kind of acting like an apprentice. Yeah. That's the thing. That's, see, okay. I'm glad I'm not the He's like the older teenager that's pissed off and like, I don't have to listen to you, Dad. Yeah, (laughs) exactly. And I just, I don't get that. A lot of people are like, well, they explained it on the show. I'm like, when? Did did they? No, they explained it in the cartoon that nobody watched. Exactly. Oh my god, we're gonna get so much hate for this. Probably it's okay. Hey, man. It's okay, man. We're the Clone Wars were like the very significant thing of Star Wars, man. Were they from California? Oh man, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, probably. They probably were just probably. wait until they start like basing shows off the cartoon droids from back in the day. Oh lord, and then they'll be like, "What? What's happening? Who is that person?" And then they can. I mean, there's just so much. And honestly, I would be okay with a, a series that followed like C three PO and R two D two. I would be okay. They're, with that too. they're on every show. They're on everything. Do you, do you really need them? No, on? they just they just make generic versions of them and put them in there. Oh, I see. Yeah. Or they can do like a Chewbacca show and just have the whole. thing. I would be interested. The in that. whole thing of this talking and they have. And what's the, the name of the droid in this one? Chopper. Chopper. Yeah. I like him. Since when do we have astro droids that talk where you can like literally hear them speaking English? Uh, <laughs> like we're no longer just going to have them beeping and stuff. We're just going to have them talking in a robot voice. Matt, thanks for coming on. Really, really appreciate it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Matt? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Yeah, Matt. Um, I, I was just waiting on Steven. I thought. Oh, maybe oh, oh was, I was I was waiting on you. you know, like, I appreciate oh, yeah. that I was here. But I thought I you were going to be like, like, oh, right. No, it's cool, man. It's cool. Thanks for having me on, Bob. <laughs> <laughs> Matt, uh, as always, thank you so much for being on our show multiple times. It's always a pleasure. Every episode. Absolute delight. Absolute yeah, delight. Absolute, yeah. It's almost like delight as daylight donuts. Dang, I knew you were going to work that out. Fresh. Fresh. Oh, man, that was great. Wasn't that great, man? It was. I enjoyed it. We were like, it was like back in 2011 time. Yep. You know? I was in my 30s. (laughs) I was in my teens. (laughs) I was 19. So it was great. Uh Um, So what's, Matt, how can can, um, Bigfoot Club listeners 
find Bigfoot Crossroads? Uh, you can find me by going to your uh, browser and typing in bigfootclubpodcast.com. <laughs> mm. <laughs> Oh man, <laughs> Matt! That that that's our podcast. What what's your podcast? Oh, oh. Uh, I mean, it, it it's very similar. Bigfootcrossroads.com. Mm. Mm. Uh, everything all in one place, right there for you. Mm-hmm. Past episodes, links to merchandise, buy a T-shirt mm-hmm. or a hoodie. Social media, social media, social media is there. Links to everything, a contact form, all of it, mm. all right there, all right there. All right there. Everything, everywhere, all at once? All right, all right, all right. Mm. <laughs> okay, well, um, I think from here on out we can say good night and good luck. Good luck. <laughs>